Hi guys, welcome back to another episode of Advice with Alex and Friends, the podcast. I'm your host, Alex, and today I'm solo dolo, but that doesn't make any difference to the episode. It will still be high energy, of course. So make sure that you like, share, comment, subscribe, all that good stuff. Make sure you're following us if you're not already on Twitter, what's still left of the app, and Instagram. That's at Advice with Alex. Make sure that you're following us on TikTok. That's at Advice with Alex and Friends. And please, please, please leave us five star reviews on Apple Podcasts and Spotify as well. So there's so much to talk about, but not very much time. Um, something that I'm not shocked by, but of course I saw it on on the good old social media was uh, the suspension of a teacher. So maybe I'm a little bit surprised that the teacher was suspended, but a Texas teacher was suspended for his Eurocentric views or ethnocentric views, I should say. Deep down in my heart, I'm ethnocentric, which means I think my race is the superior one. Oh, I'm saying it. I'm saying it. I'm saying it. I'm saying it. I'm I'm saying it. I'm saying it. I'm saying it. You're I think everybody's a racist at, at that level. No, you said you are racist. No, I'm not saying it again. I've said it enough. And he was in front of his class of students. They're probably middle school students, so I don't know, anywhere between the ages of like I don't know, 11 and 14 or something like that. And he's talking to them and saying, basically he believes that everybody's a bit racist and he believes that the white race is, you know, the superior race and that all other people think that way about their own races. And he was so nonchalant about it. So, you know, really calm about it. But what I guess he was unaware of is that one of his students is, you know, the son of Southside. So Southside, some of you may or may not know, has a child with um, one half of um, City Girls. So the rapper Young Miami. And um, he basically said, I'm going to tell my dad about this video. I'm going to tell my dad about um, like that I've recorded this, that this video is going to, and this video is going to go viral. And it, it obviously did. So as a result of his strong views, he has been suspended. And um, I'm I'm glad that the kids recorded it. I, um, I don't know how I feel about, you know, obviously recording things in the classroom, because I do think that something should be kept offline, but they probably just thought, what? But also, I don't know, the kids reaction to this guy was a bit, I don't know, it's it's almost like he waffles or he has waffled about things beforehand. So they weren't really shocked. It wasn't, there wasn't a gasp inside or anything. It was kind of like, okay, all right, but almost this, you know, I, I don't, you know, some teachers, they kind of just don't make sense. And maybe they were just collecting information because the camera was already like up and running. I don't know if he was, if he had been spewing these views beforehand and today they thought, you know what, we're going to get you or whatever. But, you know, shout out to them for recording that and having evidence of what he said and, you know, making it go viral as well so that the I'm sure the school had no choice but to suspend him because that's disgusting. We don't need people like that teaching our kids. Who do you think you are? So yeah, goodbye, good riddance. And um, I hope that the kids have a teacher that makes sense. So uh, that is what that is. Um, speaking of people being suspended or things being suspended, unfortunately, 
a lot of, in fact, not even a lot, all BBC um, radio shows that are black, so or let's say Afro-Caribbean and Asian will be let go of by the BBC, um, which is really sad. And in the midst of like all the hard work that's been done for the last two years to kind of amplify voices, black voices especially, you'd think that big, big BBC would be, you know, would continue to support this, but unfortunately, no, that's not the case. Um, Black BBC staff have told The Voice they fear for the future of diverse programming after the corporation unveiled plans, which will see that African, Caribbean and Asian shows on BBC local radio scrapped from its schedules. Last week, BBC bosses announced major plans to share programmes and cut jobs on local BBC radio stations in England as part of what has been described as the biggest changes to the corporation's local programming in a generation, no doubt. General local programming will only survive on weekday mornings and lunchtimes, that's 6am to 2pm, and the rest of the output apart from evening and weekend sports will be shared either regionally or nationally. That's that's really sad because, you know, I guess it signifies a few things. Is it that radio isn't as prominent as it once was and that's why there's a decline? So I wonder if there's a decline across the board as a whole in terms of radio listenership or something like that. I know that obviously, but it's weird because obviously, I don't know, it's just, it's just sad. I think... Now, when, especially when there's so many people who are trying to, who have so much content that is, that would be readily available for the BBC and and, and other great, you know, programming stations to pick up, they're saying, we're going to cut that down. We don't see the need for it or there's not a demand for it. Why is there not a demand for it? I'd, I'd like to know why there isn't a demand for it. Is it that people from you know, black and ethnic groups are not supporting this or what, what, what's the reasoning behind it? Because I know that there's so many amazing content creators out there. I feel like, you know, for example, Advice with Alex would do amazing as a radio show, for example. Um, it's a shame that we don't, you know, that so many voices who have become a staple for so many people will now go. Um, that's sad. That's really sad. I, I, I just, you know, I was passing through and and saw that and I thought let me just highlight that um I'm definitely going to stay on top of that and what will that be replaced by because obviously the way that I see it in terms of radio you don't just have like blank spots on radio like isn't radio like 24 hours so what happens is is it out with the the blacks and the Asians and in with something else it'd be interesting to know what's going on there but yeah that's that's quite unfortunate you know um I'm going to set the scene with this next piece of information because I know that for me, I get really frustrated when I'm sitting in traffic, especially on the motorway, because motorway traffic to me, it's like it really is preventable. Obviously, town driving, you know, that is what that is. But on the motorway, when all of a sudden we're driving high speed and then we come to a halt, it's like, why have we stopped? Okay, so imagine you're sitting in your car, driving high speed, you're on the A12. For those of you that don't know the A12, uh, the A12 is a, an A road in, in London that kind of goes through like East London, East London, Essex side from, from North. I think it starts off from like North London or something through East London. I don't know where it ends because I've, I've never gotten that far. Um, you know, you're sitting in your car speeding and all of a sudden you stop. 
when you're sitting in traffic and nobody tells you why you're sitting in traffic. And then after the fact, you're then updated as to the reason why you're sitting in traffic. And it turns out that somebody was recording their drill music video on the A12, most likely without a license. How annoyed would you be? You have somewhere to be, you've got work to get to, you have an event to get to, you have a hookup with your bag, you have something, you have an appointment, you have somewhere that you need to be and you're being stopped by people who decided that they needed to record their music video on the A12. And that person in question is Abigail Asante. She uh, she was good friends at one point with Ivorian Doll. Obviously, Ivorian Doll has now, you know, gone on to cement herself in, in the kind of music industry. Again, as a drill artist, once upon a time, they were a duo, they separated. I can't remember what happened, but they had a fallout. And then we didn't really hear about Abigail since then. So she now has a music video. I have no idea what the title of the song is, but it was recorded, partly recorded on the A12. Um, and I saw the visuals and I thought you really didn't need to record on the A12. You could have recorded this anyway. You could have recorded this in a car park. That would have worked. But, um, you know, for whatever reason, and maybe it's not her fault. It could be the director or or producer or whoever put the the, you know, the kind of, filming scheduling together it's obviously on them but still it's they've put this together for you and you've obviously okayed it and held all these people up on the a12 you've got somewhere to be to record your music video like and i i would be vexed i don't care who it is it could have been Drake, could have been Beyonce, I don't care. Like, don't hold people up. The same way that we get annoyed with these climate change people when they sit on the motorway and they hold people up. Like, don't hold people up. You have no idea where people are going to. People have got to go to the airport. There could be people, you know, somebody who needs to, to attend to a sick to a sick family member or something. Somebody's water could have broken. Who knows? Like, all sorts of things can happen. Don't hold people up on the motorway. Especially, especially not to record a music video. Use a car park next time, please, 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 please. Um, so in some good news, the host of the new or the reboot of Big Brother has been confirmed. It will be AJ Odudu and she is no stranger to Big Brother because she hosted the spin-off show. So, um, there's there was a spin-off show beforehand. I, I can't remember when this was, but like I know that she she used to host that beforehand. So I I do you know what I think is quite nice? I, I think it's nice when you like get that promotion. Like you've gone from hosting, you know, the after show and then you now become the main host. I think that's really nice to kind of see that progression. So, so shout out to her. She, some of her other work, I know that she's hosted like the after show for Married at First Sight, which is a UK, which is a massive, massive, massive show. I know that this season especially has had the girls on the ropes and they've really enjoyed the season. So, you know, shout out to her. It's lovely to see, um, you know, a woman of colour hosting this show. I hope that she doesn't get stupid backlash as well. I hope that people appreciate her presenting skills and that, you know, she does the show justice. I'm pretty sure that she will. She's already familiar with that, with that area. Um, and yeah, it'll be exciting. I know that I'm definitely going to do my best to document the journey of Big Brother next year, similarly to how we did Love Island this year. So Love Island and Big Brother. Um, I hope that they're not both on at the same time because that's going to be a lot for me. 
hopefully they're not both on at the same time but if they're on at a separate time then definitely I will be documenting both of those daily obviously I love I love a daily show and um, I do hope that they take Big Brother back to its original format. I don't want this watered down version. Like I want how it was originally, you know, and cause it really provided us with some amazing content and some things that really just kind of stand out in British history. So shout out to um, all the people that, that are working behind the scenes on that. I love that we, we're going to have my jammer for Love Island and we're going to have Adrian to do for, um, Big brother so i'm excited about that it's good to share some good news speaking of good news uh, for all of the primani people the people that love primark and have been begging uh, begging for years even during the pandemic asking when will you people go online when will you people start selling your things online they said mm -mm. you come into the store like it's it's amazing because despite obviously their stores being closed down for God knows how long during the pandemic, obviously they never took a financial hit. I remember there being queues for Primark when Primark opened up after the the pandemic, you know, after COVID. So there's always going to be a demand for Primark, even though their prices have gone up. You know, people are always going to go there. It's convenient. Their stores, a lot of their stores are quite large and it's just a cemented household name in the UK. So they are now offering a click and collect service. So not quite there in terms of being able to order online and have delivery to your home, but at least the click and collect service. Um, I'm assuming that this is the beginning of their online journey that will offer a trial period for them to kind of see where they can improve and then move on to a full-on online format which I think is much needed I do also I guess the thing with Primark is and and for a lot of online stores is once you move online then I guess that there's a drop in demand in the shops and then I wonder what that would what that impact would be for current employees and I hope that that no one's job is at risk because they decided to move online or they decide to move online. So hopefully that's not the case. Um, but yeah, shout out to, you know, Primark for making a big step in the right direction. I do hope that they fully go online. Um, you know, I'm sure that that will reduce their queues. Although if you go to Primark at the right time, their queues aren't too bad. Like uh, if I have to go, I'll go like late night or like really early in the morning or like on an odd random day when I know that everyone's at school or should be at work, that kind of thing. So it'll be exciting to to see what they do next and um, what else they offer. And because Primark is expanding all the time. They've got all sorts of things. I know some, some of their branches do nails and some of their branches, I think have got cafes and things like that. So they really want you to be, and they do home things as well. They really want to come in and not really leave. So yeah be interesting to see what happens there for sure what else do i have on the docket um well i referenced twitter earlier because there's been all sorts of uproar the last couple of days in regards to twitter because of um you know, people's jobs being at risk and people receiving emails saying, you know, you know, you are no longer permitted to come to the 
you know, the Twitter HQ or into the office and you have to kind of be on standby at home. And there's been all sorts of things have been up, up in arms. And I know that obviously when there's a takeover of a major company like that, then jobs are always um, vulnerable. But I guess the handling of this has been an absolute mess. Have I noticed any ex user difference on the app? Definitely not. I guess it's still early to say. I hope that, um, you know, that this takeover doesn't run Twitter into the ground because it's been, Twitter has been around for so long and it's provided us with a community. So, so much of my information I get from Twitter, obviously I have to fact check it, but you know, Twitter is, it has, provided live entertainment it has broken news stories it has been a place for so many people to just kind of go and and um it's also provided so many careers for so many different people especially creatives as well and provided a network for so many different people so twitter is has been very important not only in popular culture but in terms of providing opportunities for so many different people across the board so i say all that to say that if Twitter is no longer around and it gets run into the ground by Elon Musk, then Soldier Boy is happy to, to take on the, um, the heavy lifting and, and provide his own app, his own social media platform. Um, and I know that he's quite involved in the tech space in terms of games and things like that. Sometimes he probably over-exaggerates his, his importance or, or his uh, stakeholder abilities in terms of, you know, some of the, the, previous ventures that he's mentioned but if he's going to start an app I, I support that I think more of us should be getting into the space you know there's there have been apps that have come and gone for example Clubhouse I think it's more so about having that staying power like somewhere that we can stay and we can grow social media is only going to go from strength to strength people are spend a lot of their time online so if Twitter is potentially up in arms, now is the time for a competitor to come in and swoop in and, and, and take the current audience that they have. So if he's going to be successful with that, shout out to him. I, I really hope that he is able to, to, you know, develop his own app, if not him. And obviously there's space for so many people. Like it doesn't have to just be, oh, one app goes and then we we have another app to replace it. There could be so many other people that could come along and, and really give us social media platforms that change the game. Because it's been a while since we've had, obviously we have TikTok, which is, you know, different. But um, yeah, just provide us with something different. But I, I do definitely enjoy Twitter. And if Twitter is no longer going to exist in its current capacity or even better, then um, I'll be looking to take my my thoughts somewhere else. And then I guess I'd have to stop saying to follow us on Twitter and follow us somewhere else. I don't know. Be really, really interesting to see that. But yeah, um, I also wanted to make a note about, I know this month is, um, I believe it's like Men's Mental Health Awareness Month. And I know that... Um, for me, I've definitely um, had some personal, I don't know how to say this without saying it, but I know that I um, have had some, you know, unfortunate circumstances happen, um, you know, in regards to family, regarding, um, you know, uh, mental health and so I want to just use this time to check in check in on all the male listeners and um, 
just kind of offer an extension. And I know that when obviously we've got everyone back, when we've got Novello back and we've got the director back, I'm definitely going to touch up on this again, but just kind of, you know, let people know that to speak up and to find a safe space where you can express yourself. I think one thing that women have over men is that we are, um, I don't know if we're naturally more expressive. I think that we are just, we, we allow ourselves to be expressive. So if there's something that's bothering us, we have to get it out. And a lot of women have safe spaces where we can kind of share how we feel and for a lot of women, if if they feel like, you know what, this isn't a safe space for me, then very quickly they'll move on somewhere else. What I'm saying all that to say that as a whole, women don't tend to suffer in silence and men do. So if you are going through something, I really do pray that you are able to find a safe space where you can let people know how you feel, where you can be vulnerable, where you feel like you're not going to be judged. And that you, because life is heavy. Life is, life feels especially heavy right now. I know that life has been heavy for me and for a lot of people around me at the moment. And I really pray that we have an amazing 2023. Um, but for right now, especially where, you know, it's that sad period and we don't really have the sun out and it's darker and, you know, you're not, maybe you're not seeing people as much. And then maybe people are thinking about Christmas and the finances of that. It can be a very trying and testing time. So I really hope that you are able to reach out to somebody and, and tell them how you feel. I'm sending lots of love to all of you guys as our listeners. We really appreciate you guys and obviously watchers and subscribers as well. Um, but yeah, just kind of saying that to, to uplift you guys. If you're going for a difficult time, no difficult time lasts forever. You know, there will always, always be a period of, of upward movement. And when the upward movement is happening, ride that wave, like enjoy every single moment of it. Don't sit here and think, oh my gosh, when is this going to stop? Don't do any of that. Just enjoy it. But yeah, now just know you're not alone. So yeah, I just wanted to say that. And I will um, end, I suppose, on a positive note. This is episode 99 and episode 100. I don't know what we've got planned for episode 100, but I guess something so what I'm going to do is I'm going to put on social media and just kind of ask for some topics that maybe you want us to talk about in episode 100 and we can pick a couple of those and and just talk about it but I'm really excited that we're going to be moving into the triple digits it's been it took me longer than I thought in order to get here but I'm glad that we're here and um, I really do pray that next year that there's all sorts of amazing things that happen. I know that I've got different content ideas as well to kind of expand advice with Alex as well. But um, thank you guys so much for watching and listening and supporting. So yeah, make sure that you drop a DM um, on Twitter or on Instagram, TikTok, wherever it is, and just give some topic ideas um, and just kind of stay posted in terms of on Instagram, on the stories as well because i'll put some stuff up on there so guys until next time i know this one is short and sweet but we'll make up for it in episode 100 i promise you guys until then take care make sure that you're following us on instagram and twitter 
that's at advice with alex make sure you're following us on tiktok that's at advice with alex and friends leave five star reviews of course please do if you haven't already we're getting to episode 100 we're not going anywhere okay we are cemented we will be cemented in the three digits that means that we are definitely not going anywhere we're going to just keep going from strength to strength so leave us five star reviews on apple Podcasts and on spotify you know like share comment you know if somebody says that they're looking for new content recommend us if somebody says that they love podcasts recommend us if somebody says you know that they unfortunately their favorite radio show has been axed and they don't know what to do with themselves because the bbc is moving down recommend just be recommending us that's it you know just a friend of a friend um you know we we are really like the podcast for for everyone i guess but yeah guys until next week i shall see you in episode 100 and all of us will be there until then take care guys bye